You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Indians. I am your host, Jeff Ellis, uh, formerly of 24-7, formerly of Scout, now all of Locked On. I have been updating my capsules. I will talk about uh, on Wednesday. I'm going to get up to probably, I don't know if I'm going to say I'm going to be up to 20 yet. Remember, this is an always evolving process as I sit down to watch a player, go over videos and stats. I then move someone up, move someone down. Uh, wherever someone is ranked today is not who where they will be ranked tomorrow. You can go get more information on this year's draft over at my site, uh, mlbdraftnow.blogspot.com. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. They've been our sponsor for a year plus. If you need a part of your car, do yourself a favor. Go to rockauto.com. This is a fun show. Uh, I get to have a talk about I was going to talk with Jeff Carr. We are playing GMs in this. There's a lot of kind of inside humor there's a lot of us going back and forth. I know some people are going to love the trades we make. Some people are going to hate the trades we make. Uh, I ask about some players. We come together. It, is it a deal the Indians would make? No. The deal I make, I do not think the Indians would make. It is not their type of deal at all. It is not the way they operate. I could not see them. Now, I still like the deal because I made it, and I wouldn't make it if I didn't like it. But for the Indians, I do not think this will necessarily be the deal that they are looking at for the team. Uh, I'm curious to hear what other people think. Two quick notes. Uh, Matt Thinker emailed me. Uh, I kept saying the wrong dates yesterday. I apparently on Monday show uh, when I meant to say, and you will catch me in this one. For some reason, I keep wanting to say May and April instead of March and April. Uh, and so I keep saying May and April, and then I talk about June performance instead of May performance. Uh, so, you know, Cesar Hernandez has been on fire in June not in, <laughs> I did it again right there. Cesar Hernandez has been on fire in May, not in June. And I'll talk about that a little bit on the show. My whole thought process is the same thought process that's been all year. This team is in second place with an offense that has currently one hitter with the runs created plus over 100 who's playing every day. You're hoping to get a healthy Fran Mill and that takes it to two. Cesar Hernandez has played well enough that he's getting close to three. Josh Naylor and Med Rosario are getting close to four and five. How can we make this lineup even better? How can we make this team better? How can we make the Indians successful? Do they need hitting? Undoubtedly. Could they use another starter? Maybe. These are the things I had in mind when I started with this conversation with Jeff Carr. I hope everyone enjoys. Bring. Hello? Hey, this is Jeff Carr from the Cincinnati Reds. I'm calling in. I want to talk about, uh, we are getting into the nitty gritty. Uh, the Reds have not had the kind of season that we really thought was going to happen here at Great American Ballpark. So I'm kind of gauging some interest. I've been looking around the league, looking at some teams who could be using specific uh, talents, the, the, these guys that uh, we have here on the Reds. And there are some interesting names on the Indians roster that I'm interested in. Uh, are the Indians looking to make a trade right now? You know, as a team, we're overperforming based on uh, offensive struggles. Uh, I think if anyone looked at our lineup and said, you have one league average hitter and you're going to be second in your division, uh, uh, we'd take that. So even with our struggles, we're competing. So yeah, I think we're, we're definitely uh, looking to maybe add a little bit of talent, uh, 
we have a lot of prospects who we need to add to the 40 man. So it really behooves us to kind of get ahead of that and maybe move some players, uh, make some smart moves to help the team. Now that could also help us down the line. That makes sense. And see, when I was looking at the Indians and their performance so far, I was also looking at the fact that the twins have dug themselves such a hole. And I know that they got a lot of talent and all that stuff. But if you're at the top of the AL central right now, you're looking to see how you can stack your team. So as to maintain that sort of distance with the twins, if they do end up making a run, and I think the Reds have some guys, but we're really looking for, so we're, we're kind of looking for the same, maybe a guy who is a year away, maybe a guy who can help right now and grow in his career because we got a lot of guys that are coming up through the farm system who should be in the majors the next couple of years. So what do you got? I, I was looking at a couple of guys on this roster and tell me if you're thinking about somebody else, but this first guy that stood out to me, is it is it Rokio, Rockio? Uh, he's like a shortstop or something like that. What can you tell me about uh about uh rocky five so uh brian rocoyo is he's part of maybe the greatest international signing class we have had uh in team history there's five or six guys in that class and we're looking at adding all of them to a roster at the end of this season uh smooth shortstop really good contact and hit skills feud is is one of those players who i think to some people is on the rise Hasn't had the opportunities, got stuck in Venezuela due to COVID, so missed out on some uh, some time last year. But he is one of those guys who needs to be added at the end of this season. In terms of shortstops, we have so many. Uh, you might have seen we just added Owen Miller to the roster. And you know, in the deal for Clevenger, we got two shortstops. In the Lindor trade, we got two shortstops. And all four of those shortstops are currently on our 40-man roster. So someone like Brian Ricoio, we love him to death. Slick glove, defends the position well plus contact skills growing into his athletic traits, but he does make sense as someone we'd be willing to talk about uh, to help better this team. I like it. I like it. We, we got a couple of contracts that we're looking to offload. I know that uh, my uh, ownership is in my ear. We can't add payroll. I know that 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 seems uh, surprising based on what we did this past offseason. But when I look at some guys on the Indians roster, I think that there's a match here. Uh, is there anyone in particular that interests you on this red team? Maybe we can start to form a deal here. And we, we would, uh, of course, the, the first player we would love to talk about is one I'm sure is off the table. Uh, that would be Jess Winkler with his multiple years of control and his performance. But I, I'm sure he's one of those names that is uh, completely on that untouchable island. Is that rather safe to assume at this point in time? I'd say he's definitely the closest. When I look at Winker and what he's going to do for this franchise, I think he's only gotten better at the plate. I think he is, if not getting rid of the platoon split, he's he's at least weakening the difference between lefty and righty pitchers and how he faces them. And I think that's really taken his career to a new height. And he's not just a guy with a good eye. He's also got that pap, the, the pap, the pop in the bat that's really going to lead him to some strong seasons. So I think that he is the closest to untouchable, but I wouldn't say that anybody on this roster is untradeable by any stretch of the imagination. we got to get creative here if the Reds are going to be contenders here uh, in a year or two. He would stand out uh, just in terms of all those years of control. And with, I know you guys have money issues. I have an owner who doesn't like to spend. That seems to be the theme here in Ohio. Money issues with baseball owners. It's easy for us to, and especially sell into a fan base, a player like him. So he would be the top of our wish list. Let's just be honest there. Number two, we might have to find a way to help balance some salaries, but Nick Castellanos would be another player. Now, 
both those players are playing out of their mind right now, which I can tell just by looking at their bat pips. It's not to say they're not good hitters, but I don't think either are going to keep that 190 uh, runs created plus pace going. Those are the two that stand out. Maybe this Tyler Naquin guy. I don't think I'm familiar with him. I'm <laughs> That would but. be amazing if we were able to trade him back to you. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, as far as Castellanos goes, he has had an amazing season. And you're right, Babips are really high for both he and Winker. But I also think that there's plenty to show, like their hard hit rate, their barrels, that, yes, when regression comes, it's not going to be such a huge step down. They're, they're not looking at going from hitting 350 to hitting 250. I think you're looking at two guys who could contend for close to a 300 batting average this season. Now, and, uh, you know, maybe I should I tell you about the opt out? Should I not? All right, whatever. I'll be nice. I'll tell you about the opt out. He's got this opt out in his in his uh, contract that if he does play really good and he thinks that uh, Scott Boris can make him a little bit more money in free agent this offseason, then uh, he could opt out. So there's that little bit of caveat there. But if he doesn't opt out, he's going to stay with you for a couple more years. So the control is possibly there. Maybe if you could convince him, I know that uh, you could probably do something with the rock and roll hall of fame, maybe give him a wing or something like that. I, I, I don't know. Maybe you could convince him to stay in Cleveland. Uh, that would be an interesting uh, trade there because that would definitely satisfy the ownership here. We could probably work something out when I'm looking at a couple of dudes on uh, the major league roster that maybe are making a little bit extra dough. Uh, what do you think about Cesar Hernandez? A quick break from the fun of this uh, trade banter to talk about our sponsors. And we have an awesome one, Wealthfront, one of our brand new sponsors. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor when you're doing it alone. So don't team up with Wealthfront. Investing is complicated. Whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. All you need is $500 to get started to grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront work for you. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion. That's right, billion with a B. And you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. Get your first $5,000 managed for free. Go to Wealthfront.com backslash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com backslash LockedOnMLB and get started today. Rock Auto, I don't know, I'm trying things. We've been talking about them for a year. What more do you need to know? Why is Rock Auto great? Well, they sponsor the show, that's the first thing, but it's an easy to navigate site that is giving you a, the tools and information. Uh, cars and getting them fixed are tricky, they're a hassle. Any, there's no one who gets excited like, hey, my car needs fixed. Because we all know it is a situation that's gonna cost a lot of money, it's gonna take a lot of time, and often we're having to put faith in someone else that they're doing right by us. With Rock Auto, you don't have to do that. You can compare and shop and find, and you can make sure that you are getting the right prices on the parts for your car. And when you do go to rockauto.com, remember in the How'd You Hear About Us box, you're gonna type Locked On, Locked On Indians, Locked On MLB, some form of Locked On lets them know that their advertising dollars over here are well spent. Again, I will always tell you the Rock Auto, it's just a great tool for you. It is a way to self-advocate for oneself. We love Cesar. Cesar, don't get bogged down in his numbers. Well, before I talk about Cesar, I should say the opt-out, while not ideal for management, might actually help us sell that to our owner, that this might be a one-year situation for him. So uh, we are familiar with it. We know it's there. It's a double-edged sword in terms of 
can something be a double-edged sword both in terms of good and bad like yeah you'd love to keep a talent <laughs> like that in an ideal situation uh but if, we, if a player opts out hey we can sell it to our owner uh if he opts in hey 16 million is really not that much for a player doing what he's doing and i can also turn around and tell my owner hey he are you looking at what he is doing because uh he is, uh, there's no way he's opting in. This is just a little bit of a, it's a one-year cash deal. And the parks are opening soon. We're going to have full capacity. People can't wait to come. We got a little bit of extra scratch, right? Like, I think there's a way that this is going to help me market this to my owner who doesn't necessarily want to spend, but we might be able to approach him. So to go back to Cesar Hernandez, the thing to point out is he's a slow starter and he was awful in April and March. Since then, you know, I joked about there's not a, a league average bat on the team. Cesar Hernandez has been, let's see, his WRC plus is up to a 93 uh, to just go into the fun world of splits to give you an idea. Now, he did win the gold glove last year at second base. You're getting an elite defender at second. And he's made six million this year. And you have a team option for him next year at another six million, which again, six million for gold glove second baseman and league average bat. That's that's a steal. Uh, his advanced WRC, here we go, in the month of May and April, notorious slow starter was a 55, or I'm sorry, March and April. May, he's been at a 138, so he's been well above uh, league average since that rough start. He has been one of the, the anchors of our team, but as I previous mentioned, uh, you know, we just called up Owen Miller. He's probably a natural second baseman. We have... Uh, Andres Jimenez, who got sent down to double A. Ahmed Rosario might end up a second baseman or a shortstop. You got Gabriel Arias. We have Ty Freeman in double A, who's another player we need to add to the 40 man. So we have infielders for days, and the $6 million he makes would help balance out some of that $16 million that Castellanos makes. Yeah, so I, I do like that. That would help out the Reds defensively because we have been horrendous at that. In fact, it looks like we're trying to field with Swiss cheese instead of baseball gloves. So having a gold glove dude in the infield would be a huge deal and not just somebody who won a gold glove like 10 years ago. Shout out to Mr. Joseph Daniel Votto, who's going to be here forever because he's got a no trade clause, so he won't be on the table. Uh, but when we look at uh, a couple of other guys in the organization, what is the deal? I know that he was just called up. Is uh, um, is it Karinchak? Is, is is he available at all? With Karinchak right now uh, is kind of looks like they're moving him into the closer role. Uh, the past few days, he's kind of stepped in and taken some of the cl uh, this the close this closes no the saves from Classe. He is going to be almost. He's not untouchable. I don't know if any reliever ever is, but he's one of those guys. He would take a, a haul at this point in time to move just because he's shaping up to be his, all of his rate data over on baseball savant last year was in the 98th or 99th percentile. He might end up being the closer uh, with a capital T H E. He would be harder. We could, we could interest you in a slightly used Brian Shaw. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, before you laugh. Brian Shaw has been, is, yeah, uh, been, been weirdly effective this year. But yeah, Karen Chalk, it, it would be the only reason we're staying afloat right now is our bullpen. So it's very hard for us to move what has allowed this team to tread water, which is uh, Shaw, Class A, Karen Chalk. It's you get to the seventh, the Indians win the game. That's essentially how it has worked for them, uh, for us, I should say, this year. So with Hernandez is six, uh, what, what's Shaw at right now? 
Let's see Shaw's league minimum. Okay. Okay. So, so that's not adding too much. And then uh, Rokio and all right. So from our side of things, we talked about Winker. We talked about Castellanos. Who else interests you? Because I know with uh, Castellanos, I, I'd love to say that I'd offer you Castellanos for those three guys, but I'll be realistic. I'm guessing you're probably wanting a little bit more. Yeah. Just with the chance that he's going to opt out makes it a little bit rough for us. Sorry, my assistant general manager. Uh, he is trying to uh, to get online here, and he's uh, he's asking for a trade of uh, cat treats. Uh, Go to away, be added in. You know, he's 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 being insistent. Uh, but looking through the team right now, I guess the the hardest part with the Reds, and I'm sure you're uh, have this right now yourself, is just the health. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like with. I mean, I I know I would not get Nick Senzel, and he is his own bag of. He's a bag of worms. I don't think that's it. Uh, I can't remember. What, <laughs> can you know, with worms, his can of, can of worms. Thank you. It's I. I loved him as a prospect and as a player at Tennessee, but I, I don't know if anyone knows what he is as a player. Uh, Aquino is really interested when he's healthy. It, it just makes it a little bit more difficult. What about you know? We really struggled with Wade Miley this year. If you guys are, I know he's got a sprained foot. I don't know how long that's going to knock him out. But is he a one-year rental for you guys? Is he someone that would uh, be another piece that could be on the move just as we're struggling with some starting pitching depth? This is the last year that whenever we got him off the free agents list a couple of years ago, we signed him for a two-year deal. Uh, So this is the final year on his contract. And without – man, I hope this isn't taking so long because I saved it in an Excel spreadsheet and it's taken forever to load. I believe when it comes to 2022 and, uh, and Wade Miley's status, we're looking at a team option. So you could pick up a team option and keep one more year of control with him. There is a uh, $1 million buyout. The option is for 10 million so yeah, he is a guy that if you were done with him at the end of the year, it's a million, see you later, or 10 million to keep him a uh, team option only. Uh, so he, he would be a pretty nice piece. He's pitched phenomenal. I know it's way above his career averages, but it's kind of what he was doing his 2019 in Houston before September. In fact, the month of September in 2019 was really rough on him. If you look at the months before September, he was absolutely phenomenal. So I, I think he would be a good guy to have there in the back end of the rotation. And if you need to give him an extra day here or there, uh, that uh, it probably would increase his effect in this. And given the depth that you guys have there, I think that that could work. Now, the problem on my end is going to be getting my owner where I'm like, hey, yeah, Boyd Miley and Cesar Hernandez, their contracts kind of filter out a bit. But Castellano still has all of his you know, is there any chance at all that uh, we're looking at what about, you know, we're we're a good quarter of the way into the season. So Miley is at 7.5 and cast 20, what, 23, 24 million, let's say. So about 18 million left. And Cesar Hernandez at six would be what, four. So about 14 million dollar difference plus the million for. Well, we will we'll just not worry about the million for next year. Do you think there's any chance of adding in a little bit of cash here to help out because while your owner would still save some money if we can get a little bit to help balance out maybe a, an an and a sweetener 
that is not something that you would have thought about that could be interesting is now I was just looking at the draft later this year. It's going to be a whole big fun event. And I know you guys are picking 17, 30 and 35. It's a real chance and 53 as well with all those high picks is a chance for you guys to kind of go crazy. What about we have the competitive balance B pick and those are picks that are allowed to be traded. It's the 69th pick in the draft last year. The slotting value of that was uh, $929,800. Actually the Mets took Isaiah green with that pick who, uh, who they then traded to us in the Lindor deal. But could be another like a little sweetener piece. Sometimes these picks have been sold for upwards of like $2 million in savings. Is there a chance that you think you can get if we include this pick, it would give you another million to spend in the draft almost to give you another spot. Do you think you could maybe get your owner to coax like 4 million out of this 5 million out? So then he still saves $9 million in this deal, but he can also say, Hey, we traded two pieces that weren't going to be here in a year anyways. And we got the, an interesting developmental shortstop and a draft pick. Built Bar. I love them. If you've tried it, you love them. I'm looking forward to whatever crazy new flavor they bring out next because they are all great. If you like birthday cake, they are in their very last run of a, a recent re-release of that. I personally really enjoyed the Coconut Brownie, which won the tournament. Uh, the Puffs. Uh, I'm waiting for the Puffs to come back. There's something about that that just, that was the best I've had. That was my favorite. Uh, I I just love the puff. So many products, so many things. I often at lunch, I bought the Built Bar broth uh, and I will throw that in a cup and get some hot water from the sink. And that's lunch. I just sit there and drink that in my like 15 minutes uh, in between students. It's great as a quick thing on the go. Everything at Built Bar is great. I love them. When you go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your order. That is the same amount of savings I get as a repeat customer. Everything there is great. Everything they touch is golden. All the hosts love them. Check out Built Bar for yourself. It said, even if they weren't a sponsor, I'd be like, this is a great product. We all love them. Go check it out. Now let's jump over and check out what the bet online line is for tomorrow's game. When I click on sports, remember when you go to bet online, use the promo code locked on to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That is Locked on to get 50% bonus. I mean, who doesn't want free uh, bonus money in their account? It sounds great to me. Tomorrow's matchup is Aaron Savali versus Tarek Skubal. I really like Tarek Skubal, but he has been struggling, so it should be no surprise that the Tigers are getting a run and a half in this one. Uh, money line is negative 146 to the Indians, plus 135 to the Tigers. This is the situation where I am no gambling professional. But the Indians have been struggling a little bit more against lefties, and with Fran Mill out of the lineup, might be a situation where, I mean, they tried to give today's game away. Scoopo may not be the worst person uh, to consider betting on for that line tomorrow. Go check them out and all of the other fantastic lines over at Bet Online. Just seeing if there's anyone else who really stands out for me. Who's someone getting a run? Ooh, Joe Musgrove and the Padres against Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns has been on another level, but the Padres have been on another level all year. Uh, that would be a tempting one where you're getting a run and you're getting the Padres. And again, Joe Musgrove, he's not a bum. So go check it out for yourself. Betonline.ag. Let's uh, hang on. Let me, let me, let me call him. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, Bob. Hey, can I have some cash? Uh, sir. 
No, I told you not to call me that. No, okay. Look, it. Yeah, I wouldn't be calling you if it. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, we're good. Cool. So yeah. So at this point, I might. Here's the thing. Is there any way I could convince you to go Whitgren over Shaw? Tito overheard our whole conversation. He's threatening to like hold his breath until uh, until I I take Shaw out. I, I didn't realize that threatening to just turn blue over here if I if I <laughs> if I don't keep Shaw in Cleveland. Uh, I, I, is there? Can we can we go with a Whitgren? Can I convince you a Phil Maton who a year ago looked really good, but we have no you know last year. Let me sell you on Phil Maton. He was essentially our eighth inning guy a year ago, ninth, seventh or eighth inning guy. He was part of that back end for us this year because of our depth. He is just not getting those opportunities. Uh, you guys like those advanced metrics, right? That's your oh, yeah. get a whole pitching staff full of those. I tell Maton, you what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he, like uh, this. Idea. You know, his. You, you love bloodlines. Uh, you might be familiar with his brother who's playing with the Phillies. Okay, there we go. I'm finally pulling up. So don't look at his 2021 uh, percentile rankings okay. over on uh, Baseball Savant because he's just not getting opportunities. Average exit velocity last year, 99th percentile. Hard hit, 99th percentile. Barrel, 98th percentile. Expected slugging, 97th. K percentage, 91st. Fastball spin, 97. Curveball spin, 93. Fastball velocity was 18, but he has deep reds on everything. So... And he has multiple years of control and only 28. We would love to keep him, but we also know we're not doing him any favors right now. It, I think most people say he has more value than Shaw. I just got, I, I was texting with Derek, uh, our, our pitching coach, DJ. He said, what's his spin rate? Uh, like I said, fastball spin is 97th percentile in 2020 in all of baseball. And he had the uh, 97th highest and his curveball spin was 93rd percentile. So Velocity was not high, but uh, sp he spins. He can spin. That's when San Diego put him on waivers and we claimed him. That's why we claimed him, because this guy can spin a pitch. I tell you what, Castellanos and Miley and a couple mil here to kick in for, we're looking at Cesar Hernandez, uh, Mayton, and uh, Rocchio, and a competitive balance. I, I like this. I like this. I think we should go for it. I like it as well. Uh, you know, we love, love Brian. And, you know, not a lot of top 100 prospects get traded, but Castellanos is legitimately a MVP candidate right now. I know it's early season, but uh, I think he is legitimately, you know, that high of a player. Uh, it's going to be something that I can sell to a fan base. It's going to be something might get some more funds in the seats. I know there are going to be people who aren't going to love the loss of that prospect or that draft pick for two rentals. And that goes against what we do here in Cleveland. But I think there's value in this. I think specifically for a team that needs a bat, just what you could I mean, I know Winker's been awesome and he has been great, but I'm just trying to think what other teams would think looking at Jose Ramirez and Castellanos back to back in a lineup. You got that, and you've got Wade Miley, who is going to love pitching against that White Sox left-handed lineup there. Exactly. He matches up well there, and with the Indians' issues, uh, Sam Henches has been up and down. Tristan McKenzie we just demoted because he led Major League Baseball in walk total walks. Uh you know, we, we need some arms. Uh, Scott Moss is unfortunately had a neck injury. He'd be our guy up right now. Former, you guys know him. You guys oh, love yeah. him. Uh, if he was healthy, we'd be there, but we need, we need someone who can uh, fill that gap. And I think that is an underrated Indians need. Uh, so I think again, 
I, I can already hear the fans. There's going to be that base of fans is just over the moon. We went out and we got a bat. We got a starter. Perfect. Let's run with it. I can also hear those fans like they traded who they gave that up for a rental. But I think, again, if Castellanos, I don't think he is. I think he is 100 percent going to opt out. I'm going to tell my owner that that he is. No, there's no way he's opting in. He doesn't want 16 million. But if there's any chance that he has fun and he sticks around and opts in, 16 million for what he does feels like a steal. So I think, I think there's a logic. I think we'll, I think we'll, both of us will hear it from our fan bases as both wins and losses. And if that total balance is close to 50, 50, then I, I think that's a sign of a good trade. Well, sir, I like this. I like this call. I like how it's gone. You've got a piece for contention this year, and we're hopefully restructuring a bit for not maybe this year, but for next year. I like this idea. Let's go ahead. I'll send you the paperwork. No, it sounds great. Anyone who listens to me talk knows I've been going, I got nine more guys I got to add to this 40-man roster. I'm trading you one of them, uh, and then I'm adding two for now, but they'll be <laughs> off at the end of the year. So I just cleared up three of those uh, nine that I just need to figure out six more. Uh, yeah. So, you know, if you have anyone else in that conference uh, that you, any, anyone else you can hook me up with that maybe has, I, honestly, we could... Nick's probably going to take over for us at first base. Uh, so long, Jake Bowers. Uh, but if you know anyone else who maybe has another outfielder, we're not done. We uh, we could still be dealing. Uh, pass them my way if you hear anything. If uh, you know Seattle wants to move Mitch Haniger or uh, something of that, you know, let us let us know if you're hearing anything. Uh, we would much appreciate it. We have such a long trading history. Oh, How's yeah. Mike Freeman and? Um, didn't I guess it was maybe oh well we didn't trade for him you guys claim Bo Taylor how are our old friends uh, Taylor and Freeman working out even that sounds like a law firm from the nineties <laughs> we saw yeah that yeah a, a pretty good uh, accident law firm right there um, we saw Freeman a little bit here in the spring and Bo Taylor for like a half a second and uh, I think Bo Taylor is doing a little bit of development and Mike Freeman is holding the fort down at AAA. Yeah, uh, Tito is asking me to trade for them. I'm telling him uh, if he asks you guys, uh, just let it known that they were untouchable. That they were on. It was it was Winker, Freeman, and Taylor. You guys just untouchable. That's just gonna save us. You know, it just do us that favor, help us out because uh, Tito was just uh, when I said I might trade Shaw, he was crying and you know holding his breath till he turned blue. But then he goes, he would. What about Freeman? And I, I said, oh, man, they, they said that he's just doing too much to help development, that he is untouchable. The Reds said they can't. No, he, he means too much. And, and Tito, he believed it. He goes, I, I can see that. Some franchises look for a cornerstone. We luckily have three. So, yeah, Tito, I, I love Tito, but, yeah, we, we can't. We can't. You guys don't have Michael Martinez, too, right? He's still looking for him. I, I told him that he's untouchable in whatever system he's in. I can't. He may not be in a system, so I might have just told him he's uh, retired to an island and is building an evil fortress, but we, we have to keep him away from uh, Freeman and Michael Martinez. You so know, the internet doesn't tell you everything. Somebody's probably hitting him off the 40-man of their team. So He's, uh, as I would often say, Michael Martinez is the Highlander. You cannot kill him unless you cut off his head. He is always coming back. So it is just, that was a lesson we learned well here. And that is why, uh, you know, I have to tell Tito that, uh, that uh, unfortunately uh, the Kurgan found him to go into a 1980s movie reference way too deep here. Uh, <laughs> well, I tell you what, man, Jeff, I appreciate this. I'm going to have to end the call here, but I tell you what, whenever ACDC is coming back to town, I'm going to call you up for the tickets, man. I, I, get ready. 
Uh, it's it's a fun show. I saw them 99 in, in that area. So uh, I would fully recommend uh, getting a chance to see ACDC at uh, Quicken Loans Arena now. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I think this is the classic win-win. We're going to try to win it this year. You guys get a maybe now your top shortstop prospect in system. And uh, I look forward to seeing what you guys are going to do with all those draft picks. Go get all those interesting arms. Uh, Jaden Hill to the Reds right now. I want to see what you guys can do with uh, maybe the best pure upside ceiling in this draft. So we're going to be rooting for you. Hopefully one of these days we'll finally get that Interstate World Series. And uh, you know, always keep us in mind. Uh, best of luck. Amen. Ohio against the world. Win-win, baby. So I hope you all enjoyed a different show. A bit tongue-in-cheek with it. We had some fun. I still think Castellanos would be a great trade target. I don't know if the Indians would go for a rental, but he makes this team a lot better. The chance to put him between Jose Ramirez and Fran Mill would be a thing of beauty. Thank you all for listening. This I've been Jeff Ellis. You can find me on Twitter at JeffMLBDraft. Remember to download daily, rate, and review. We fell out of the list last week, so help me out, everyone. Make sure you're downloading daily. And remember, for the next year, maybe true, maybe two, go tribe.